Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. The Gaze Pathfinder podcast on the planet where we ask the hard questions like, what happened to the fourth dwarven thrower? They died. Guys, one of our fans went back and listened to the first episode again. There were four of them. Not anymore. They got Where's eight. The f- Wait, I'm sorry. In the first I, episode what, of Extinction Curse, ha- I explicitly state that there are four dwarven throwers. Since then, I have said there are three. Where the fuck did the other one go? Okay, well, you know, sometimes we get hungry, and sometimes we don't always have, like, no, a No, we are not no, going what are you, to make what are you talking our about? circus I've, out to be cannibals. Ritz, Ritz, very I would never put Vor in our fucking... Why would it be Vor? No, it's just but straight I've, old, good, good old-fashioned cannibalism. But I've... Okay. But I've very, very clearly pictured four every single time. What are you talking about, three? When did you... When did you remove... I don't... No, there's always huh? been three. No. No, there's always been four. No. We did a whole scene four. where they all had names, and there were three of them. Yeah, with Volio. That's why I, I remember thought, this three. I thought there was a fucking fourth in there. Vaca- okay. Well, you know we what? He's on a, vacation. We have to come up with a, a character for this guy. What's he up to? <laughs> um. He. I. Is. I'd like to imagine. Handsome. That Myron got fucking, like, fucking I, hot, and mm-hmm. he was like, well. Not risking that, and he went and became a banker. But I thought that they Is were he all coming gay. back. <laughs> he might come back. He'll come back to the show one day, okay. just like you know, like he's had a really like intense adventure himself. Yeah. <laughs> um. Obviously, the truth of the matter is, I fucking forgot. But... Oops. <laughs> Listen, I have. I also said that they were all brothers. Um, that was an intentional mislead. I wanted you all to think that they were brothers. Uh-huh. In fact, they are a healthy polyamorous couple. Yeah. Um, triple. Thank God. Um, we all play some Pathfinder. No. So last time in Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> no, no, that's worse. <laughs> um, 
previously an extinction curse. Uh, the Wandering Tree uh, were dealing with many issues, um, interpersonal and uh, paraphysical. Mm. Um, after doing a little bit of investigation in the town of Willowside, you've concluded that uh, the dreams you've had are either something really weird and fucked up, or sea salt. Um, <laughs> figuring it's probably something weird and fucked up, and figuring, hey, it's probably got to do with the Aeon Orb that's in this town, uh, you went into the uh, the Welt looking for uh, the Mossstone Tower. And there was no Aeon Orb. There was, however, uh, an army of Zulgat surrounding it for like a quarter mile, and you guys were like, I don't like that. Uh, so you left, and you told the mayor, and she was like, nah, that's crazy, anyway. Um, and you guys were like, fucking, what is going on here? Um, after an investigation, you concluded that this tower uh, had an Aeon Orb at some point in the past, but within the recent years, it vanished. It was not destroyed by the Zulgat. Um, so now you're confused as to why the Zulgat are even here. Uh, maybe they're still looking for it, you don't know. Um, but you are following um, the request of Good Mayor uh, Vandy. And that is um, by uh, putting on a show. Uh, guys, you will hop into character and get get started. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, it is Star Day. It's it's been an interesting few days. Yeah. Um, you didn't really have as much time to prep this town for your show, and you didn't really. It's not exactly a great town for prepping in full stop. Mm -hmm. uh, which is to say that your anticipation is honestly at a really low point right now. Um, there are less people here than you might like. Um, but nonetheless, the, the people who are here seem to be excited. Um, Ariato and Royari, I'm going to assume you two are together. Volio, are you with them? Or uh, what are you being broody? It's a good question. Uh, because Polio is being very nervous of the circus right now. Um, mm -hmm. because he's fairly certain that people probably don't want him there. Uh. I can't imagine why. Yeah, I can't imagine why. It's, it's <laughs> who knows, but, um. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> he did nothing wrong. Um, but definitely not the professor. Professor probably doesn't want him there. But, um. I think he's probably talked to at least Royari about it. Um, Ariadna might have been there, but he probably has asked them um, if it's okay with him that he sits like this entire thing out for everyone else's comfort. Okay. Uh, so, do you want to take on a non-performer role for this particular uh, circus thing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, you could be a carnival barker. Uh, I'll be honest, the professor probably came up to you at some point and was like, Oh, no, listen, we've had a rough week. I'm just going to ask that you pay it by trying to draw in a few more people. Yes, I can do that. Uh, so the carnival barker draws in more audience members as the show goes on and increases the show's maximum anticipation. Mm -hmm. So for every successful trick performed, uh, the carnival barker can choose to increase the show's maximum anticipation by five. Um, that is, like, useful in everything. However, you are still, like, your max anticipation can go up, sure. But, um, what you need is your actual anticipation to go up. Mm -hmm. Um, because right now, 
it is extremely low. Um, Ariato and Royari, how are you two doing in the meantime? There's no, there's no beer, oh, no. there's no chocolate. Uh, you haven't bought dolls. This is a pretty, it's a pretty sparse before, uh, like circus camp compared to what you've done in the past. How are you two doing? Uh, I think Royari's probably, um, uh, because whenever I think about performance places, uh, like places that do performances, they usually have like a communal area where they do like makeup and getting ready and stuff. Um, Rari's probably sitting with uh, Ariato while uh, she does the, uh, her makeup. Mm-hmm. And they're probably. Ariato, how are you? Um, Ariato is a little nervous that there isn't a lot going on in the circus right now like normally she's the one that gets like the confectionaries and the alcohol but she <laughs> I can't not. imagine what uh, might have distracted her this week yeah like what could have happened to what happened? that and how I could wonder. it have slipped her mind um anyway <laughs> um I think uh present with you is Elysia Pumpernickel um, sitting beside you guys and kind of like putting on some uh, lipstick. Um, even if she isn't performing, she wants to like mingle with the crowd and help hide people up. Um, do want to look think... beautiful. <laughs> um, I think at one point, uh, as she's sitting beside you two, uh, she kind of like looks up and she see she squints and says, "Oh, you two, check that out over there." Mm. And. There are three figures who are uh, making a show of arguing with um, with Damascus and with uh, Celixia, oh, the no. security guards. Oh my god, is it the Banyan boys? Uh... It's the Banyan boys. Stands up. His hair is literally still in colors right now. <laughs> Um, and they turn to they turn to Ariado and they're like, "Do you want to help me handle this?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One second, and they finish putting on mascara first. This <laughs> uh, is like, you don't mind if I like stay back here? I really don't want to get involved after what I've heard back then. You do not need to get involved with those dumb little men. <laughs> right, you, thank you. You deserve ten thousand times better than that. Yeah, I'm Come gonna go. Carry on. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back. Uh, so you go under Volio's giant stuffed Erex. Um, God. Fucking abomination of a creature. <laughs> they're, they're walking below um, and rare. He's like, we really had to stuff that thing, didn't he? Um, so we're cool. Uh, cool. The clockwork uh, ticking of the um, carousel in the background as a few lonely kids ride on it uh, and then you hear uh, arguing as you approach and it's like for the last time I don't know what to tell you we're not here to watch the show uh, and then you hear Damascus be like bro I don't know what to tell you either you can't come in unless if you buy a ticket um Rayari sort of pokes over um they're fo- they're, they've got all their clothes on. It's literally just that yeah. their hair is in curlers and their makeup is kind of unfinished. And um, she's like, is there a problem? Uh, Sturvin turns to you and he says, 
you Baxter's a problem. These crooks want to charge us for coming in to make sure that no funny business goes out. Shut the fuck up, sorry! <laughs> As Le- Leodoric uh, Banyan, the big brother of the group, um, takes the stage. Oh boy. Uh, and he kind of every points. Time. He points at you guys mm-hmm. and he says, Look, I don't know how you guys think stuff works here in Willowside. We're not here to chill out. We're not here to goof off. We're here to make sure that no serial arsonists come and make a, show a problem at this camp and make trouble for the good people. I see. Uh, so, Un- we are not going to be paying any money to come watch this. No matter how many times this minotaur here, and br- he's like, bro, don't make this minotaur here. Do not, do not insult, not an insult. Do not call him that. He has a name. Anyways, this is I say that a, again to my face. This is a private <laughs> show that requires every other citizen that is coming here to see it is paying money. I cannot let you in for free. He kind of like towers for a second and he's like, listen, again, we're here on official business and nothing more. So if you don't, and then Tashlock comes around the corner and he's like, Guys, I got some popcorn. And I think you you're for the popcorn? He nods really happily. And I think you see, there's at least one sensible brother here. Turns the Tashlock. I have turns. And Sturgeon comes in and says, "Tashlock, you buffoon! We were just about to secure some free seats, and you had to block." <laughs> Leodric pinches. You I mean, Where's the line? Where's the line? The ears and says, Fine, we'll pay, but one day you'll all pay too. Oh, I am sure. I'm kind of pay the artists for their work. That means entertainers too. He pulls the others away by their ears as they loudly complain. Rayari turns to Damascus and is like, "You need to find the person manning the line and uh, like manning the ticket booth, and you need to tell them." To- <laughs> You need to tell them to charge them more. <laughs> Bro, you no doubt. He can't punch his hands together. And that's um, why you're my favorite alchemist. Uh, Selexia pulls off a very complex um, piece of like, sign language, uh, which even though you guys don't uh, speak sign language, uh, you understand very quickly. Uh, she holds her hand up and she raises the middle finger at the guys who are walking. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, me too. Very true. Gonna shake their head and shrug, and uh, Damascus says, "Well, that sword. You guys get back in, uh, back to getting ready. I'm really excited for the show, bros." <laughs> um, so am I. You can see Elysia is uh, talking to the professor. Uh, she kind of stands up, throwing Mr. Tickles around her shoulders, and waves to you guys to come on in. Uh, looks like the show is almost ready to start. Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, so. Uh, do you all enter and get ready to talk to um, the professor? Well, you might still be out here barking. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah. Uh, very often, at the very least. Do you want to uh, talk to the professor? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you enter. And uh, the professor is... Um, now he's talking with uh, the Flamboni sisters. I kind of looks up at you as uh, the two girls juggle away. Uh, and he smiles and says, Right, you tr- 
Uh, you too. Um, <clears throat> what's the lineup looking like tonight? What are we thinking? Oh, goodness. Um... We're going to need uh, one person for the opener, hmm. two people for the build-up, one person for the big number, and three for the grand finale. Well, because we don't have the added bonus of things like alcohol, more merch, stuff like that, we should focus on having a really, ex like, a particularly exciting show. Yeah, that's it's, on me. No, it it's is okay, not. It's okay, my dear. You did not do anything. It's been a week, Ariato. I could have gone out, but I was too busy sulking. I'd really like for things to get back to normal soon. <laughs> You know, I think with Volio stopping that that accent of his and and bringing back the way that he usually speaks, things will go back to normal. Regardless, um, he's doing the party tonight, <laughs> which is something, I suppose. Mm -hmm. What are we thinking? Who are we putting on first? We've got some new performers who haven't performed yet. Uh, Mr. Tingwheelie being one of them. Uh, and you see him flying circles around Runk Runk. <laughs> uh, we've got a few people who haven't had a chance to perform much. Some people who haven't performed in a while. Uh, what do you all think? Big Ting Wheelie. <laughs> Ting Wheelie. We could, we could do uh, Ping Ting Wheelie for the opener. What about our dear new friend, Pinting Wheelie? Uh, yeah, sure, I'm... He sure is dear, isn't he? Oh, very much so. <laughs> yep. Now, who hasn't performed, like, flat out? Uh, well, I reckon, I think it was just Pin who hasn't performed full stop. Okay. Uh, but people who haven't done it in a while, um, Lulumi Arami, our Kitsune friend, uh, hasn't done it in a while. Serena Telan, Beelzebub, none of them have done it in quite some time. Uh, I don't believe Runkrunk has either. Elysia, the Dwarven Trowers. Uh, Axel certainly has. Oh, Ufi. We haven't talked to Ufi in a while. Although I will say they've seemed a little bit under the weather. Not sure why, but it, at the very least, Ufi hasn't performed in quite some time. Our aquakinetic friend. We could have... We could have them come out. All right. Well, so Ufi could be one of them. And... Uh, and who else? Maybe... Uh, Lillian? Alright, Lily. I've got it. Wonderful. Now we need one person to do uh, the big number. Solo. Are you okay if I perform? I feel like... I'm really dramatic. And... <laughs> it feels like this town needs dramatic. Also, I like performing. I will never say no to you doing putting on a show. <laughs> yeah, I think... I think this town could use a bit of dramatic. Let's let's go with you. <laughs> Alright. Royari. Wonderful. And uh, what are we thinking for uh, the grand finale? We need three people here. Okay... We could have uh, people who haven't performed in a while, basically, most of this. So, Beelzebub, Serena, and if there's anyone else, 
I mean, if we got do uh, if we got Serena Bills above an Ariato, it could be like a little, uh, yeah. a little freak show gang. I forget Jesus. The, I forget yeah. the name of the place. You know what I mean. Okay. I can do that. Okay. All right. So, uh, having gotten these uh, notes, like having decided the order, the professor nods and says, "Well, if you don't mind, I'm going to uh, go out and take uh, take part of this. Uh, hopefully." Everything will go great. Are you Did ready? Oh, yes. Alright. Oh, good luck, everyone. Break a leg. And I I, the professor smiles, puts on uh, a, his top hat, and walks out into the center of the circus. And he kind of puts up, uh, takes uh, the ringleader staff, speaks into it, and says, Hello, Willowside, and welcome to the Circus of Wayward Wonders. Here tonight, put on a show like no other. Welcome to the greatest show in all of Galarian. And while the crowd isn't packed, uh, certainly they're very excited. He kind of uh, grins and he points back and he says, our first, Our first performer tonight, everyone, everyone. I, bring I bring to you, you the master, master of disguise, Pintingwheelie, the world's most entertaining pixie, performs loops and spins and fires colorful arrows to delight and amaze. And uh, sure enough, wearing a tiny little acrobat suit and with beautiful blue uh, butterfly wings, a pixie flies out from the backstage. Uh, the same pixie that you saved uh, from the crucifixion killer mere days ago. Uh, Pintingwheelie grins as he kind of flourishes and uh, he kind of says, Hello, everyone! <laughs> um, his voice echoing through, through the circus. Um, and he is going to start uh, by uh, swooping around everyone, uh, doing some sick flips and shit. Uh, so that is going to be an aerial trick with uh, acrobatics attached. Uh, so he's going to de increase the DC of this by two and give it the injury tag. But if he uh, does well, he's going to get a lot of excitement. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that is going to be... <sighs> Maybe it wasn't a smart move on his part. Uh, that is going to be a 2 plus 18, that's 20. Uh, his DC is 27, plus 2, that's 29. Uh, no, not great. Uh, he kind of like swirls around the circus, but the crowd's trying to keep up with him. Um, they're not, they weren't really uh, ready for such an exciting intro, uh, but that doesn't stop him. Uh, Pin kind of then flourishes and he says, now, everyone, look at this! And he pulls out a little bow and arrow, and he starts firing them into the sky, where they explode like rockets. Um, and that is going to be a magical trick. He's going to be using a performance check. He is not going to fuck around and find out this, this time. Um, that is going to be a 10 plus 18. That is a 28, which just beats his DC by one. Um... So that is going to be uh, 10 excitement uh, already paying his rent. Um, so that is 10 excitement plus the excitement from uh, the, uh, the Sideshow of Everyday Wonders, uh, bringing you up to 15. Uh, 15 out of 28. Uh, Volio inside, uh, outside as you're seeing this, uh, mm -hmm. you're probably like at the 10, so you're able to start like barking out and like, tell, like telling passerbys. 
He just did this. It's so cool. Yeah. Um, Check this shit out. Well, I cannot believe it. Oh my fucking god, he's flying and shit. Uh, so that's going to bring up the max anticipation of 105. Um, next, he is going to uh, make an one final performance trick as uh, he is... Um, I think he's going to do no, just one more aerial trick. He is going to fly through uh, the uh, fireworks of uh, that he's kind of blasting into the air with his bow. Um, that is going to be much better. That is a 13 plus 18. That is going to be a... Uh, 31, uh, which beats the DC, uh, bringing up by another 10 excitement. Um, bringing you now to 25 excitement. Very nice. Um, and the professor kind of like uh, calls out to everyone as they're applauding for Ting, uh, Pinting Wheelie, having been able to keep up with the manic pixie this time. And he says, Look at that, everyone! Have you ever seen the likes of this? Uh, and he's going to use his Ringmaster ability to bring up the Anticipation by 10. So after the first act, you have 25 of 38 Anticipation filled. Woo! Cool. Uh, next is uh, you're lo- going to get um, Ufi and you're going to be getting uh, Lily. Uh, I think as you look around, you realize that Ufi is kind of like sitting down. And he, like, uh, Faye doesn't look particularly energized right now. Which is not a great time for this to be happening. Wait, uh-uh. like, just backstage? Yeah, Ufi is, like, sitting, like, on a crate, just kind of staring at the floor. Uh-huh. Rare is gonna check on, on him. Okay, uh, you go up to uh, Fair, and uh, they look up at you, and uh, they kind of wipe around. Oh, sorry. You- was, it, was it my turn? Are you okay? Yeah. It's the dreams. Everyone's been having them, but they've been hitting me. I think my dreams have been different. Now is not the time. I see. Can you tell me literally everything about that? Because it would be really important right after the show then? Yes, absolutely. Sorry, it's just, they've been happening for a while, but last night it was so bad. It was so much worse last night. Um... The literal worst possible timing for this bombshell. It's okay, dear. Do you need, do you need anything? Are you you okay to perform? Um... I need you to make me a diplomacy check. Okay. I rolled a 27, which isn't great. I will... I will use a hero point, though. <laughs> I mean, you can. Faye looks really out of it. Uh, yeah. And I'm gonna make sure that this is done. Okay. A 31. Okay. Uh, Royari, you kind of put your hand on uh, their shoulder. And what do you say to them? Convince Rayari. them that you have to go out. You have to go, go, go. Uh, Rayari, um... Looks, looks at them and is like, listen. These nightmares are hitting all of us very hard. They're not fun and they're annoying and they're fr- and they're scary. But you have the entire circus here to watch your back. All we need to do is perform tonight, and then you can tell me literally everything that's going on. Okay? 
All right, thank you. I appreciate it. Of course, of course, dear. Uh, they kind of get up, uh, and uh, there is um, Lilium, uh, and she kind of tilts her head and says, "You ready to go?" And he nods and says, "Yes, yes, I am. Let's go." Um, and I think uh, the professor sees them finally coming out and says, "Now, now everyone." You, you here in Willowside know, side know better, better than anyone else, else that, that ghosts, ghosts haunt the ocean. ocean. But, but fear not, not. for today, today we bring, bring you Ufi the Echokinetsis and Lily the Spirit Hunter. Um, and uh, they kind of come out kind of waving and uh, smiling at the crowds. Uh, the crowd is pretty uh, excited um, and Professor is going to uh, use his Ringmaster ability to raise the anticipation by um, Ufi's level, which is eight. Uh, bringing up to uh, 46. Nice. So I think uh, Ufi is going to start by setting the scene. Uh, and they is gonna start, uh, they, there's like a little bucket of water that they've carried out and they kind of raise their hand and uh, the water raises up with them. And they're going to try to make uh, the center ring look like a storming ocean. Uh, and that is going to be an occultism check. That is 11 plus 14. That is a 25, which just beats their DC. Uh, bring you up to uh, 33 excitement. Uh, Volio, you are able to continue raising the max if you so choose, but yeah. don't always do. You maybe want to wait until they start getting close to uh, the max excitement before you start doing that too much. Uh-huh. Um, I'll wait then. Okay. Um, next, Lily is going to start uh, using her uh, Kitsune illusion magic to start like uh, making two phantom ships raised from the water. Uh, and that is going to be a uh, religion check. And that is going to be a 20... Uh, which is unfortunately a uh, fail. They're not very good ghost ships. Uh, she kind of grits her teeth a little bit and glances back to Ufi, and Ufi grits his teeth, and uh, I think they kind of nod and <gasps> send in the clowns! Um, retroactively, uh, Ufi's going to make an action to make uh, Lily pass that, uh, bringing up to 40 excitement as uh, big and small, Pashmita uh, and uh, Ratulav tumble out and immediately fall into the water. And they pantomime being giant sea monsters, which the crowd, you know, thinks is pretty funny. Lily is then going to try to do that again, make these ghost ships look like they're actually haunted. Uh, she's already got the illusions out, so this time she's going to put her work into performance to make them look really real. That is going to be an eight, uh, an eight plus uh, 15. That is a 23, which is literally her DC. 47 excitement. Wonderful. The ships start to creak and groan and uh, the clowns pantomime being actually kind of afraid by it. So they pull out, shaking themselves like wet dogs. Um, the crowd is laughing, none laughing harder than uh, Leodric Banyan, who you notice now, guys, has a front row seat. Fucking bastard. Oh, Jesus. I gave him front row. Uh, it looks like he may have bullied his way there. There's no one sitting around him. Except for the brothers. Um, 
uh, I think uh, Ufi is then going to uh, use his last tank to make uh, a real huge tidal wave of water in this self-contained aquarium he's made. Uh, so that is going to be uh, one last cultism check. That is a 19 plus... Uh, this might be a crit, I think. Uh, that is a 19 plus 14. Uh, that is going to be a uh, 33, is it? Yeah, 33, which is just a crit! Uh, meaning that not only does he add his uh, level to the excitement we have, bringing up to 56, but he adds his level to your uh, anticipation as well, because this is really snapping the crowd to be awake. Uh, bringing you up to 54 anticipation and 56 excitement. Lily is going to uh, perform right back uh, by having the ships uh, suddenly kind of like crackle apart as she makes a giant sea monster raise from the depths. Uh, and it's not going to work super good. Um, that is going to be a 3 plus 15, that is an 18, and that is a fail. Um, the crowd doesn't seem... The... The sea monster thing doesn't really sit well with them. They... I mean, listen, when you're a coastal town, you hear about sea monsters and, like, tragedies like that from time to time. This doesn't really vibe with them. Lily kind of grits her teeth as she sees this is happening. This is a tough crowd. Um, but regardless, um, it looks like Ufi's, uh, water bending was enough to, uh, excite them. So, uh, with that, uh, the professor kind of says, Absolutely incredible, everyone! Let's give a big hand to Ufi the Aquikinetsis and Lilium the Spirit Hunter! Um, and, uh, the two of them jump back, uh, backstage. Um, Ufi offers Yuroyari a thankful smile while uh, Lily is kind of like wiping her brow and uh, she she kind of like uh, walks past you, Ariato. She's like, oh my god. They are stoic. <sighs> that tough, huh? Yes. Good luck out there. You'll need it. <sighs> Your best. I'm gonna go get a drink. <laughs> um, okay. Royari, it is your turn. Uh, the big number, are you ready? Before they see anyone, uh, they can hear Royari, uh, laughing. Doing their little laugh, um, before they walk out. <laughs> okay. The professor introduces you and says, And here we have our sword saint! Royari Sansa Nax! And of course, you have the... From the fans, Riari um, never has to worry about people being too quiet because their their dedicated fan club will scream for them. <laughs> um, so with uh, he kind of turns and says, "A collector of aeon stones, a master of sword and dance, and more, most importantly of all, the inheritor of the dead god Aradin." Royari is here to blow you away and show you that true magic is not always done with a book, but sometimes with the flash of a rapier. Uh, so true. Royari, what are you going to do? Um, you can build hype. It will only take one action, so you can do it twice uh, with, uh, if you so chose. Uh, or it really depends on what you want to do. What's the plan? 
Um, I think that Rayari is gonna build hype. Um, because we need it. I'll do it twice if if that's like if that is literally what like what we need right now. Um, Rayari really doesn't mind doing whatever the circus needs. It's kind of uh, their thing. Uh, what are you doing as uh, there as the dwarven showers? are sitting out with the new drum you bought and staying ready to build hype for you. What are you doing to, like, build the tension before you uh, perform whatever trick you're playing? Yeah, okay. Rayari, um, sort of... Rayari uh, climbs up onto where the tightrope is, because you have to climb up to get there. Um, mm-hmm. well, and, um, gestures for the dwarven throwers to start, um, fucking drumming. Okay, the Dwarven Shores nod, and there's a... <laughs> as uh, a drum roll kicks in, and everyone in the audience kind of, like, sits up straight. This is, uh, whoa. Who would have thought that using a drum to build hype was something you could do? What a fresh and unique idea. Wow. <laughs> uh, it's um, really got them uh, to attention. And then I think that um, while they're still building hype, Rayari... Literally, while they're still building hype, Rayari is walking across the tightrope to the middle of it. Um, with a flourish of their sword, I think she goes, whoops, and she cuts it. Okay. Uh, Rayari, you cut through uh, the tightrope as uh, you are suddenly plummeting and everyone goes, <gasps> uh, like, really on the edge of their seats. Um, I need you to make me an acrobatics check. Okay. 41. It's a 19. Okay. Um, holy shit. Um, uh, I think... Let me check your DC. <laughs> uh, so that means your DC is 30, which means that Royari has a crit success. Um, oh my think... fucking god. I, th- I think you don't even realize how much the people were going to react to this. Uh, do you do anything in particular as you're going down? Uh, I think Rayari falls and directly before they would like hit the ground, grabs onto the tightrope that fell and swings. Like Okay. Uh, and you do a quadruple flip through the air, land on both feet and take a bow for the crowd who jump to their feet. That really caught them off guard. Um, because that felt like genuinely really dangerous. And also your crowds, your, uh, your friends are hyping to shit out of you. So... You have just unlocked an extreme amount of anticipation. Um, Hell yeah. Because on a critical success, you gain your tricks level word of anticipation on top of what you'd normally get. So, um, usually when you do a trick on a critical success, you already get uh, excitement equal to your level and anticipation. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you get... Double your level plus half your level. So 2.5 times your level. Uh, That's going to be 12 times 2.5. Which is 30. Oh my god. Royari, you get 30 anticipation. Uh, That's what happens when you're Royari. Um, Cool. That is going to be your level 2 excitement. That is what? Okay, so that brings you up to uh, 68 out of 84 um, excitement. Holy shit. Ariadne, you might be able to get this. uh, You might be able to pull off a crit if you're very lucky. 
we'll see. You see, okay. KK, I do, I do anything for, I, I do anything to, 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 to hype up the circus. <laughs> um, Royari, you are called backstage as your crowd cheers for you. Ariato, uh, Belzebub, and uh, Serena are all waiting for you. How, how are you doing? While Royari is walking back, they turn, they, they sort of look back at the professor extremely apologetically. <laughs> He's grinning. Um, there are actually people who are buying tickets at the front and pushing their way in to see what all the ruckus is about. <laughs> um, Rari winks at them before walking back in and is like, sorry I broke the tightrope, I... It's fine, we'll get another one. <laughs> you should have told me in advance, but it's whatever. Ariato, are you ready? I, I was, I was winging it. Uh, as ready as I'll ever be. He kind of grins, and uh, he looks at Serena, who's like, grabby hands at his staff, and you don't have to push me this time for it. And <laughs> gives it to her, and she's like, <laughs> yes, let's go, everyone. Okay. And uh, Beelzebub looks to you and says, you ready, Ariato? Come on, let's do this. Yep. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Serena takes the stage and says, well, hey, oh, everyone, hey, change of plan. It's, it's your girl, girl Serena, Serena, and I'm, I'm welcoming to the to stage. Ariana, the Cinderblood, and builds up the sword juggler. juggler. The crowd cheers. They're actually, like, pretty wide awake now. Uh, they're really excited to see what you bring to the stage. Uh, Ariato, do you have any ideas? What, what are you going to do here? I did not have any ideas because I was... <laughs> I didn't know how to put these three together. Uh, well... Elizabeth will do a lot of sword juggling, which uh, she can do uh, stuff to accentuate your fire if you so choose. I'm not doing fire. She's um, afraid of fire. That's true. Oh, shit. She super is. Yep. Ooh. So that gimp's like half, like more than half of my spells. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do have spirit blast. Um, you could do some, uh, some holy shit. That could work. I think I might do something that I haven't done in a while. Uh-huh. Probably some divination stuff. Wonderful! Bring back the for uh, old fortune teller stuff. Okay. Um. Remember when she was supposed to be a fortune teller, guys? <laughs> she is still to an extent. It's just that she... Her fortune teller telling stuff has taken, unfortunately for her, uh, kind of an apocalyptic turn sometimes. You know, it happens. Um, Ariadne, you make your way into the middle of the stage. Uh, she is there to help you. Uh, and Serena is going to be uh, calling out uh, what you do in a humorous fashion to help build some excitement and anticipation. Mm -hmm. So uh, she is going to start off with a performance check um, to see if she can uh, help you guys do that. That is going to be a diplomacy check. That's a 17 plus 14. Uh, that is going to be a uh, 31, which is a pass, uh, adding seven excitement. So you are now at uh, 75 out of 84. Okay. Wonderful. Um, as she boasts to the audience about you guys, she kind of calls out to you and says, Okay, okay Ariadne, what, what are you doing, doing today? today? What's, What's up? up? Because I didn't, like, we didn't plan this out, I don't think so. This is going to be a lot of improv. What are we planning today? Ah, uh, going back to my roots, let's do some divination. 
We're doing some divination, folks! Um, and she then kind of like steps out, kind of like walking circles around you guys, and says, uh, she's gonna use a boast now. Says, you guys, Ariadne uh, Batty here, she has some uh, magic that can tell the future with a 100% accuracy. Which isn't. Okay, that's a big boast. It isn't, it isn't entirely true, but. <laughs> she just, um, so she just to... rolls with it. <laughs> okay, so uh, she is going to be uh, uh, boasting, and if it works, she's going to get uh, some extra anticipation. That is a work. That's gonna work. That's an eighteen plus fourteen. Uh, that is a uh, thirty-two. Which, uh, yep, that's a, that's a pass. Um, which means that you are going to get seven excitement, bring you up to, uh, 82, and seven anticipation, bring you up to 91 there. So, yeah, you are really straddling the line here. Um, Volio, while this is happening, it may be an idea to start barking again, because you're yeah, starting Volio's to get the like, feeling that- Check this shit out, she's telling us the future! <laughs> you see some guy, like some guy in front of you, be like, "I gotta get in there. I want to see the future." Like pushing a bag of gold into your hand. I'm a copper. Um, Ariado, there you go. How are you gonna do this? Um. Oh. Okay. I think that what she's going to do is like, she's probably gonna throw a divine wrath on the ground. Um, for Noxicula not sad right because okay. fire um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so everything has like a blue and purple sort of smoking glitter to it yeah i like that okay uh the whole like the lighting changes completely as uh you throw this to the floor um, i'm gonna need you to make me a religion check you will say this is magical if you spend one of your spell slots you'll get extra excitement equal to that spell slot's level. Which I did, and this spell slot is all four. Okay. Uh, so make me that religion check. Uh... Thirty... Thirty. That is literally your DC. Wonderful. Ariato, a, a flash of purple light, and suddenly the whole room is looking real mystical. Um, so that is going to be your level plus four, that's 16, bring you up to, uh, 98 excitement. Uh, the crowd is foaming at the mouth. Um, you need some anticipation right now. Um, which I think, uh, Belzebub is gonna try to do. Um, she kind of, like, uh, nods off to, um, the others, uh, to the Dwarven Showers, because she's gonna build some hype. Uh, so... And she's kind of like swinging her swords around, but she's really like mostly here to put the emphasis on you right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, she is b- going to be building hype now. Um, Ariadu, you have uh, two. You have two actions left. What do you do? Um, I think that she's going to take out her staff of impossible vision. Mm-hmm. And use augury. Okay, cool. She's just gonna Ariadne, stab it to the ground uh, where she's standing, and mm-hmm. um, she's gonna stand in a way that like 
invokes that she's focusing energy into it. Mmm, okay, cool, cool, cool. You are looking like really, like, you've got your eyes closed, uh, legs open, uh, staff in the middle but in front of you, you're focusing as these like spectral bones start to float in circles around it. Um, are you gonna ask a particular question for weal or woe? Oh, uh, I think, yeah, I think, uh, she does ask, like, will fortune come to this town again? Okay, wonderful. Um, you, like, call that out loudly as the bones start to spin. Um, and I think while this is happening, um, we're gonna have, um, we're gonna have Serena kind of, like, lean in and be like, Okay, okay, everyone, everyone hold your breaths, because this, this is going to be, be a, a, a 100%, 100% accurate, accurate vision. vision. And, if and if all goes, goes well, well, this is going to foretell the future of Willowside. Um, that is going to be a boast. She's trying to build up more uh, anticipation. Ariado uh, <laughs> in the middle of the stage sweating, like, if this doesn't come <laughs> true, they're going to blame me. I'm going to be burned at the stake. Uh-oh. <laughs> Um, okay, that is going to be a five, not her best. Um, a five plus 14, that is going to be a 19. Uh, I mean, people are like, people aren't really paying attention to her right now. Oh, um, they're mostly, they, they're mostly paying attention to you. Okay. Which isn't inherently bad, because you lose some excitement, but that does bring you closer to, like, what you need to be. Um, so that's going to be bringing you down to 94 out of 91 instead of 98 out of 91. It could be worse. Um, meanwhile, uh, um, Belzebub is now going to spend uh, her turn like flourishing swords, click it clack to really like add some sparks to all this. Um, which is, it looks great. It looks awesome. Um, and that is going to be... Okay, that is an 11 plus her uh, performance. That is a 16, that is a 27. That is a pass. She's gonna add eight to her, um, eight to her excitement, bring you up to 102, and eight to her anticipation, which is 99. Uh, as people are really excited for this. And Ariato, it is uh, now your turn. The bones, uh, I want you to make one last religion check to pull off this bone trick. All right, 33. Ariato dies a pass. Uh, you hold your staff down, channeling that divine energy through you as you, you foretell the future. Um, that is going to be your level to the excitement. That is 114 total excitement for this show. As the bones churn, they tell the fortune of this town and the fortune reads. Whoa. Ooh, not so much of a funny joke now, is it? No. Uh, Ariato, uh, you are left with that. Um, <laughs> One thought running through her mind. I'm never telling a town's fortune ever again. <laughs> and I think, Volio, as you're outside, you see something. And it's only because you were outside that um, arcing that you were able to see this coming. 
Oh. You have a few seconds of a head start to go tell the others to get ready for some bad news. Hello? Cool. Um, well, Voldio rushes inside. Uh-huh. Are you going to um, tell me what I mean, it is, or am I going to pretend that I know? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to DM you it. Um, and I'm going to ask you to be vague for, so I can do the reveal, okay? I can do that, yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay, uh you rush in, and I think um, the professor kind of looks at you weird as you just charge in. Um, Ariadne, you're still out on the stage. I think everyone's just kind of, hmm, that's not good. Uh, I think Ariadne uh, is trying to see if there's anything else. Your your fortune is saying that bad news is coming to Willowside, which is unfortunate. And Royari, as you see Ariadne panicking down on the stage, uh, uh, you see Volio charging up to you. I don't mean to alarm you, but we need to uh, excavate, get everyone out. Evacuate is the word, not excavate its dinosaurs, which is related to the uh, bad news. Well, I mean, please look at the fortune that Ariadne just. <laughs> well, he like turns his head, he's like, oh, that's accurate, actually. Yeah, the floating bones in the air above Ariadne are in giant X's, which very much so mean, whoa, bad okay. fortune comes to Willowside. Vol is very uh, correct. So we need to, so we need to, ev- so we need to evacuate. Yes. Um. Uh, okay. Um. Now, then, uh, <laughs> Professor dear, and Professor dear, can I borrow your staff? Uh, the professor turns and looks at you, uh, and he's about to speak when suddenly there is a loud noise from above Ariato. Oh boy! It's the sound of the tent being ripped. As suddenly coming from the sky above. Three gigantic figures burst through the ceiling. They are massive and absolutely huge. Uh, Pterodactyls with immense wingspans. About 37 feet, which you all recognize as those gigantic battle mounts that are being used by the Zulgat near their army. Um, that's a Quetzalcoatlus, the biggest thing to have ever flown. And riding on their backs are several Zulgat armed with firebombs. And uh, one of them calls out and says, Circus of Wayward Wonders, you will die tonight. And the crowd begins to panic. Ariado, you are looking directly up at them. And Royarian Volio, you two are out by the uh, backstage. Everyone, we're gonna roll initiative real fast.
Dice Will Roll will return after these messages. Hey everyone, and thanks for listening to another episode of Dice Will Roll. Uh, happy Pride Month, everyone. Uh, we're going to be a little bit fast with this one because we've got a lot to get through and not a ton of time. First things foremost, uh, because it's Pride, we are hiring a ton of artists. We've put like a few hundred dollars into this to commission to make uh, merchandise for our store, which you can find on our website, www.diceworld.com. If you are a queer artist, um, if you do digital art, and uh, basically if you want to get paid to do fan art, um, come hit us up. We are hiring. Throughout the month, we are going to be commissioning as many people as we can to uh, make our store look spiffy. You can reach us on uh, our Twitter at DiceRoll or email us at DiceRoll at gmail.com. Speaking of which, uh, we are also doing a huge update to our Patreon. Uh, we are shuffling up some of the tiers. Uh, some stuff wasn't necessarily working for us. Uh, no one was sending in uh, messages for me to read out, uh, so I feel the $7 tier was a trap. Um, and on top of that, Behind the Rolls was pretty hard to produce regularly, as you've noticed for sure. As such, we're kind of pulling that out to be more of a special event thing, and we're going to be adding a few more things instead, as well as a new tier altogether. So, uh, to quickly describe that, uh, the $2 tier is going to stay the same. Uh, thanks and a name in the credits for every episode. Uh, the $5 tier, as well as the special episodes like the blooper reels and past Behind the Rolls, uh, you're going to be able to get the character sheets for The Wandering Tree, and Really importantly, ad-free episodes. If you don't want to hear me blabbering in every episode or ads uh, for whatever, patrons of the $5 and up tiers will be able to listen to episodes of Dice Roll without any interruptions. I know that's how I like to listen to my podcast, and I'm sure it's how you like to listen to yours. So head on down and check that out. $7 and up, you will be able to vote on upcoming merch designs. That's right, baby. We are probably going to be hiring more artists in the future and uh, on a pretty regular basis. So if you don't get in for this Pride Month, don't worry. Chances are you'll be one of the artists designing stuff that our patrons of $7 and up will be voting for. Um, if you are part of this tier and up as well, you get a big discount on the merch that is uh, voted for the month that it comes out. So uh, yeah, lots of stuff going on there. $10 and up, same as ever before, you get a character on the show, what more can you ask for? We've got characters like Zaralel, the Wind Sylph, Esme, the former Marvelous Batboy, Serena, the Werehyena, etc, etc. You can get your own character on the show, on our Patreon, and they will be a recurring character in Dice Will Roll. And finally, the newest tier, $20, as well as all the stuff from previous tiers, you will be able to get free merch every month. A new sticker, a new uh, print, all sorts of cool stuff like that. Who wouldn't want it? Um, if you have money to burn and you like our show, come down to our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash roll. Give us a hand in keeping it rolling. And hey, listen to episodes of our ads in the future. Lastly, I would like to announce that because it's Pride Month and we're all very gay, the Be Gay Roll Dice Network has something cool for you. Um, I am working, um, later today even, on a crossover episode with a few of the other shows on the Be Gay Roll Dice Network, which we are the proud founders of. Crossovers and Combo Breakers, uh, which will be starring Dave from Dice Roll, Ziva from the Eternity Archives, and Dean from Bits Before Crits. That will hopefully be coming up sometime this uh, week, an interdimensional wrestling competition starring some of your favorite characters from these shows. Um, this will be a Pathfinder one-shot where all the characters have been miraculously snatched from their own worlds and fighting in a huge wrestling tournament where everyone has been turned into a monk for one night only. This was not their choice. Can we go home now? This was kind of a kidnapping. Um, look forward to crossovers and combo breakers sometime this week dropping on all tree feeds that's all for now everyone thank you so much for listening and as always keep it rolling rules light gay heavy knees weak mom spaghetti listen to us truly earn the explicit podcast tag on roll gay role play where we roll with sass and kick some ass our dysfunctional party isn't afraid to get our hands dirty feel free to interpret that however you want so violence is on your gay agenda 
Come join our campaign at Roll Gay Roleplay. And, and may Yonsei be, be with you. Do you want to make a podcast, but you're just not sure where to start? Do what we did and try out Anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. For one thing, it's free. There's also tons of uh, creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even some places I've never even heard of. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So, yeah, you want to make a show? Go for it. Download the free Anchor app today or go to Anchor FM to get started. We now return to Dice Will Roll. I think Ariado's about to ask another question when the tent got ripped. Yeah, you were like, how can I fix this? How can I fix this? How can I... Ah! And suddenly... Ah! Um, it's fucking scary. Everyone roll your initiative real fast. I did, and I got a 19. Uh-oh. Uh, Ariado, what did you roll? 36. Okay. Uh, Royari, what did you roll? Or are you rolling? Uh, since this is like an emergency and there are people involved, I think Royari will roll. Um, it was a 21. What the okay. fuck? <laughs> I rolled yeah, we rolled like shit. I rolled a three. I mean, you were very caught off guard by this. Um, uh, alright, top of the order is Ariato. Um, Ariato, these got, uh, Three gigantic uh, flying lizards burst through the uh, tent, revealing the starry night above as foul-smelling Zulgath descend upon you as these creatures shriek. What do you do? Uh, she sees that they have firebombs. Mm-hmm. Beelzebub is right behind her. Yeah, Beelzebub is frozen in place. So she is going to cast Forbidding Ward on Beelzebub. Okay, cool. How many actions does that take? That's two actions. Okay, Ariadne, you hold up a hand and uh, you cast a sigil which surrounds Beelzebub and forbids others from attacking her, uh, which is great. Yep. Uh, she kind of looks at you wide-eyed and she's like, oh my god. Uh, so she has a plus two to her AC and saving throws against, uh, the target enemy's attacks, spells, and other effects. And the enemy is the Zergath that's holding firebombs. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. And then she's going to use, uh, Quicken Casting. Okay. To use Spell Rack. Okay, cool. Uh, and which one are you... Like, because there's three of these guys. Um, are you going for lefty, righty, or middle? Uh, the one who's... Anyone who's closest to the crowd. Uh, that would probably be middle. He's right above the crowd at this point. Yeah, so that one is getting spell-racked. I need a will save. Okay. Uh, that is going to be a, uh, churchy against your DC. Uh, one shy. Okay, so what happens? Um. Okay. It's a, it's a paragraph, so. Uh, target takes okay. 2d12 persistent force damage. So, 
Um, whenever a target becomes affected by a spell uh, with a duration, he's going to take extra damage. And uh, this is going to be persistent damage, and every time uh, he takes damage, it's going to reduce that, uh, like that duration by one round. Uh, but this is going to keep lasting until either the spell ends, or he uh, makes an arcana check to recover from this. Uh, but he failed, so it's as a success, but the curse and persistent damage don't end on their own. Ah, okay, so it doesn't... Yeah, cool. It doesn't matter about, like, the duration anymore. This is just going to keep happening until he succeeds at an arcana check. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, so Ariato, uh, a wicked, like, barbed wire of energy kind of, like, forms around this guy and starts, like, glitching in and out of reality as the Zulgats take some damage. Um, does he take damage this turn? Uh, it does not specify. It's just persistent damage. So, I think just okay. on his turn. So, he had... Hasn't happened yet, but it will soon. It will soon, because I'm uh, gonna inflict some dots on this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ariana, that is your turn. Yep. And jumping to their feet. One, two, three. Hi-ho! Oh, here we go. Uh, St- Leverick Banyan, Sturvin Banyan, and Tashlock Banyan jump to their feet. And Lederick says, I knew something like this would happen. Fear not, people of Willowside. We will save the day! And he turns and looks at his little guy and he goes, Um, And kind of trying to figure out what to do, uh, he is going to take out his bow and arrow. Uh, It's a composite longbow. And, you know, his muscles kind of ripple as he points at one of the giant monsters and he gets ready to shoot. Lederick takes out his bow and arrow and he says, Starving and Tashlock! You get everyone else out of here. I'll take on the monsters. And the other's like, okay. Uh, and they're going to disperse and try to help with the evacuation as Lederick heroically takes on the monsters. Um, he is uh, going to uh, shoot with his uh, longbow and that is going to be a 46 to hit. Um... And that is going to be 14 piercing damage. Uh, but what's this? Well, actually, this might be a crit. 46 to hit. Uh, yeah, that's a double crit against a Quetzalcoatlus. Um, so that is going to be... Um, that's 14 damage times 2. That's uh, 28 plus 2d10. Um, uh, that's 9 extra damage. That is 37 damage. And uh, But what's this? Lederick has the show-off ability, oh, where no. he does 3d6 extra precision damage when he is seen by his friends. So, um, that is going to be an extra 12 damage. Uh, bring it up to, um, 28 plus 9 is 37 plus 12. That is, uh, 49 damage to the pterodactyls here. The Quetzalcoatl. Um, so he fucking, like, shoots at him. Um, holy shit. And he grins and says, Take that, foul beasts! I'll show you what happens when you mess with Willowside! And, uh, he is then going to pull out another, another one, and he's gonna try to shoot again. Because, fuck you. Uh, that one is gonna be a, uh, 34. 
That is another hit. That is 23 piercing damage and show off time. An extra 11 uh, precision damage, which brings it up to 23 plus 11. Uh, that is... Um, that's 44 damage. Holy shit. Uh, and that is his turn. Holy shit. And for a moment, you're like, wow, Lederick, you're pretty cool after all. Uh, and then the Zulgat's turn comes. Uh-oh. And uh, the Zulgat, uh, each of them takes two actions, and uh, they sh- uh, they roar out, and uh, one, uh, they say, Attack! Uh, one of them points at uh, Lederick and says, Get him! Get the man with the bow! Um, and then another one says, Attack the crowd! And another one says, Attack the sorcerer! Um, That's right, motherfucker. Look at me. (laughs) Um, So that's what they do. Uh, And then, with their uh, remaining actions, they're going to start throwing bombs. Uh, First one is a 34 to hit you, Ariato. Let me see if that's a crit. It hits. It just hits. Okay. Uh, That is going to be 9 damage. Uh, and you are going to be set on fire. Okay. Um, I don't know if you have fire resistance, but certainly you you are on fire now. Uh, uh, I think that if I was a full oracle, I might have fire resistance for being a flame mm. uh, mystery, but I'm not a full oracle. Um, that is also going to be an extra seven precision damage. Uh, thanks to their mounted superiority uh, ability, which gives them an extra D8 of precision damage against unmounted monsters. And in this case, you. Um, the other one is going to throw uh, into the crowd, which is not good. Um, that's going to be 35 to hit, uh, which is going to crit some people. Uh, yeah, that's going to be 20 damage. Um, no one goes down, but, like, there's a... Uh, pretty, like, sturdy old man who's knocked off his feet and is now on fire. Which is bad. Uh, The last one's going for um, Dear Sweet Lederick. Uh, That is going to be uh, 36 to hit. That's a hit. That's 6 damage plus uh, 2 persistent fire damage and uh, also an extra D8 of precision damage. That's 1 extra precision damage. Um, and that is their turns. It is now the Quetzalcoatl's turn. Um, I'm very sorry, but I think the Quetzal, like one of the Quetzalcoatl, does as is directed and jumps into the crowd. Um, thanks to the Zulgat's uh, feral directive, uh, unlike regular minions, these guys still get their tree actions. Um, so this one. Runs up some dude in the crowd and rolls. Um, it's gonna make a uh, sweep, or sorry, it's gonna swoop and it's gonna grab someone with their talents. Uh, that is definitely a hit. That is a 35. Um, that is, is something that I could use my goods of redemption on for sure. Right. That's probably a good idea because they might kill the dude. Riari steps like, like rips the curtains open and is like, STOP! LOOK AT ME INSTEAD! Um, I think it, like, turns a little bit, and it does grab the guy, but it doesn't, like, you know, rip him to shreds in one attack. Um, 
Royari looks like they're gonna have a panic attack. And Royari, you should, because it picks the, the, the target up and it is now flying with him. Oh my god. And it is. We have the nets in here still, right? Yeah, it's, it's holding a dude. Um, the last one is going directly for. Uh, well, it's the second one's going directly for Lederick. Um, it's going to make a beak attack as it. Uh, well, it flies over to him. Makes a beak attack, which is a 27 to hit, which is uh, almost a crit fail, as Lederick kind of ducks back and says, ha ha! That'll show you who's boss! Uh, and then it's going to attack him again. Uh, that time it's a hit, uh, as it grabs him and that does 15 damage to him. And he's like, ow! Oh! Goodness gracious! Um, Royari, it is your turn! Oh wait, nope. Last one's going for you, Ariado. Sorry. Uh, no. <clears throat> that's what she wants. The, uh, the Quetzalcoatlus swoops down. It flies up to you, and it makes a ton strike at you. Um, and that is going to be a 29 to hit. That is my AC. Okay, well, it hits you as it's flying over you. Um, so it actually doesn't stop when it's attacking you. It moves past you. But it does do, um, 21 piercing damage. Ooh. Reaction. Uh-oh. Blood Vendetta. <laughs> Ariado, as it pierces into you, suddenly it feels like sharp pains in its uh, shoulders and it lets out a screech. Um, blood starts gushing out of it. Uh, and it has been affected by Blood Vendetta. So how much damage is that? How does that work? Uh, give me will save. Uh-oh. Well, it's not very good at those. No, it's a 25. Uh, failure. Okay. Target takes full persistent bleed damage until the bleeding stops. The target has weakness one to piercing and slashing damage. Terrible. Um, but Ariado, as it is flying, it is going to make an athletics check to pick you up. That is a 35 against your fortitude DC. Fortitude DC. That's, uh, fortitude plus 10, right? Yep. That is, yeah, my fortitude DC is 30. Okay, Ariadne, you are swept off your feet into the air as this Azulgat is flying you away. Ah, fuck! Um, Royari, it is your turn. I think Ariadne isn't afraid of heights. Yeah. Um, Royari, holy shit. Um, there's a lot going on. Uh, there are flying Zulgat, which is less than good. Um, but other than that, there, right now, uh, one of the Zulgat is uh, piloting a Quetzalcoatlus right near Lederick, so it's on the floor. Another one is flying with Ariadne in the air, and the, uh, another one is in the crowd, uh, flying with a random dude. Crowd. crowd. I think Rayari's gonna focus on that one, so I need to get in the air. Okay. He sighs, and he's like, I'm not as pretty like this, but, um, and then she's gonna turn into a dragon. Okay, uh, you're using your uh, form of the dragon from uh, your scroll? Yes. Okay. Um, Alright, Royari, um, what kind of dragon are you turning into? Uh, silver? Okay. Uh, Royari, there's a flash of light, and then suddenly, bam, a silver dragon uh, is suddenly in the middle of the uh, circus arena, which is really fucking cool, I'm gonna say. Um, uh... You, uh, you have one action left as you transform into a fucking dragon. What do you do? 
Rayari is going to fly over to the to the to the to the dinosaur in the fucking crowd. Okay, uh, with a one, a single flap of your wings, the power troop, your stands, by the way, are going crazy even as they're running away. Um, as suddenly like, you, I didn't know that one was possible. Uh, suddenly you are in front of uh, this uh, fucking terror bird. As the Quetzalcoatl turns back to you and looks a little confused, and uh, the Zulgat shrieks and he says, "The circus are secretly dragons." Roy, uh, roar, 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 Ari. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Well, Roy, Ari, that is your turn. Roy, Rari. Uh, they're looking at you in panic. Volio, it is your turn. What do you do? Okay. Volio well, really hates the one that's going for the crowd, but I think Ryari has the reps. Where was the uh, place where the bomb got dropped on people? Um, that was also up by the crowd. Uh, so that's with the uh, one that Ryari is currently dueling. Um, there's a few people there. Uh, they're mostly running away now. Uh, but there is a guy who's being held in the air by that pterodactyl. Ariadne is also being held by the pterodactyl, and I guess... Uh, I guess Lederick is being uh, attacked by one. Bolio doesn't give a shit about Lederick. Uh, uh, I can handle that. Okay. I'm I trying to figure have... out how many actions it would be to sprout wings, rush over, and try and grab someone. Uh, that'd be your whole turn. Yeah, you could do that. Okay, yeah, then Bolio's gonna spend his whole turn, um... Going to get that civilian. Ariado can handle herself. Yeah, uh, she already has spell rack on one dude, and she can handle the one that she's being lifted up by. Like, she doesn't care that she's in the claws of one. Yeah. Okay. Ariado, or Volio, with a flash of your colorful wings, you burst past the professor and Axel and into the crowd to help an innocent civilian. Uh, you quickly get up there pretty easily, and uh, you are now up uh, by the civilians. Um, one of them is being held in the hands uh, or in the claws of this uh, Quetzalcoatlus. If you want to, like, just snatch him out of there. Yeah, just grab him. Okay, cool. Um, go for it. Do you want to make an athletics I... check? Yeah. No, I'm using a hero point. I'm not taking a nat one on that. Uh, I'm that my would probably dice. make this situation worse. Yep. It is an 11 plus... So that is 30. 30? Uh, against this thing's uh, athletics DC, that is a pass. Volu, you snatched a guy out of the closet as uh, Quetzalcoatlus, and you're now holding him in your arms. And this dude's like, ah! Calm down, it's okay, I've got you. Um, okay, Volu, you uh, drop him to the floor safely. And he is, he's not dead, which is great. Um, the old man who hit bitch. by the bomb earlier is uh, also getting up. They're all okay. Okay. Um, cool. Ariado, it is your turn. Uh, you take two fire damage. That's fine. And what now? What do you do? Um, she's going to try to get out of this, uh, this Quetzalcoatl's laws, but she's... I think she's just gonna hang off of it. 
Mm-hmm. Like, she's not gonna drop down or anything because it would, one, hurt, and two, uh... She can fight with one hand, it's fine. Okay, so you're trying to, like, slip out of its claws but hold on to its legs. Yeah. Okay, cool. You need to roll athletics or acrobatics, your choice. That's better. Um... I'm training acrobatics, I can do that, that's fine. 31, 31. Okay, a 31. Um, yes, that is just enough to slip out. Okay. I'm just gonna hang on for dear life and then uh, aim at the Zulgath that's attacking uh, Banyan Man. And. Uh, uh huh. She's going to cast Enervation. Okay, cool. Um, uh, Fortitude save for me, please. On the Zulgath? Yes. Okay. Uh, Fort. Okay, that is a 30. Uh, that is. One shy again. So, okay, and innervation. How does this work? What's this? What's happening? The creature takes 48 persistent negative damage and becomes drain one. And because it's persistent damage. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, Weakens the life force of oh any creature it touches. Give me a fortitude save for the Katsukoto uh, as well. Wait, both of them? Uh, extending a finger, you fire a beam of negative energy that weakens the life of any creature it touches. And they're... Each living creature... Sure. With, uh... Oh yeah, this is a line! Yeah, this is a line You a boat, huh? 30 foot oh line Oh my attack. god! Um, okay, cool. That is going to be... Uh, that is a 22! So close to a crit fail, but now it's a fail. Okay, cool. Um, this doesn't have a duration, so it's not going to activate spell wrap. But both of them are going to, um... Yeah, both of them are going to, uh, take this, yeah. Uh, so they're both drained. So, um, their HP drops by quite a bit. Uh, and they're both going to take this persistent damage. Yep. Uh, so do you want to roll that for me? Okay. Thirteen persistent damage. Uh, okay, well they both take thirteen extra damage. This is going to suck for that fucking Zulgat in a second, huh? Good. I'm glad. Um. <laughs> okay. Um. And you have one action. Well, no, you don't, because you got out of the way, right? Yep. I am. Uh, I am. Uh, out of the claws and currently hanging on for dear life. Okay. Um, it's Ledric's turn. He's going to take two damage and he's not loving that. Uh, but he's going to uh, pull back and he says, Not so close, beast! And he's going to uh, shoot another arrow at this thing. Um, and uh, that is going to be... That's going to be a 30, which is a hit. That is 19 damage plus uh, 7 show-off damage, uh, meaning that that is going to be 26 damage overall to the uh, Um, He's going to do it again. Um, that is a 31, that's another hit. 22 piercing damage and 13 uh, show-off damage. Uh, Alright, that is going to bring up to 35 extra damage. And uh, that is his turn. 
uh, as he's kind of like trying to put out the fire because it's all over him and he doesn't really like it. Um, and is he still on fire? Uh, he is, unfortunately. Um, and that is his turn. It's the Zulgar herd tender. Uh, the one that is right next to Volio and Royari uh, is going to use uh, Feral Directive and say, ATTACK THE DRAGON! Uh, and he is then going to throw a bomb at you, Royari. Um, that is going to be 31 to hit. Does my AC change? Uh, when you are in dragon form, uh, your AC is 18 plus your level. So be 30. Damn. Okay. So was that a hit? So it's the exact same as my AC now. Yeah. That okay. Looks like it. Sorry, bud. Damn. So dragons have high AC. No. Yeah. I was hoping. Not unless you heighten it. Um, that is going to be 16 damage, and your sound fire royale as an explosion of flames hits your draconic form. Uh, okay. Um, and you have, uh, or no, yeah, that's it, that one's turn. Uh, the other one is, uh, going to, uh, pull out a crossbow, and he's gonna start shooting at Lederick. Um, that is a- Oh no, that's a nat 20! Um, can I still use Glimpse of Redemption? Uh, you can if he's in range. Uh, which he is! Where? what do you say to him as you, you're a cool dragon guy? Uh, Rayari is going to say... Are you sure you want to do that right now? While I'm watching you. Um, okay. I mean, he's gonna try hit anyway, but he's gonna do quite a lot of damage less. So, um, yes. how much damage uh, is that reduced by? Two plus my level, so it's... Fourteen? It's fourteen less damage. Okay, very nice. Uh, well, he was going to do twenty-eight damage, but now it's back to fourteen. Uh, and that's gonna be an extra 2d10 precision damage. That's seventeen more precision damage, um, because it was a crit. Um, he kind of snarls over his shoulder and says, Silence, circus folk! Your meddling comes to an end! You're gonna try shooting again? <gasps> I'm not kidding, that's a second nat 20. Uh, um, stop it. <laughs> My reactions are not for this, so I can't do a thing. I can't uh, that's, do anything um, either. That's... 42 damage to Lederick. Um, I don't like him, but I don't want him to die. And an extra 2d10 precision damage. Is the fact that it that he, that it's enfeebled to do anything? No, not if it's a nat 20, I'm sorry. And he's going to spend one last action taking a final pot shot at Lederick. Um, oh my god, you motherfucker. And that is a 30, that's going to be a 20 to hit. Um, which is actually a crit fail. <laughs> okay, alright. Okay. <laughs> it was a 30 minus 10. Um, you see him kind of holding his back now. It's like, ah! Um, and he rolled aching back. He's fatigued. 
Um, Ariado, do you want to roll your uh, 4d8 damage on him, by the way? Ah, yes, I can. 21. Okay, yeah, he takes that 21 damage. Um, alright. Um, and now it's the one who's on top of the one you're piloting, or flying with Ariato. Uh, he's actually going to get off of the, um, he's gonna climb down. He's gonna try to fight you where you are. So he's gonna make an athletics check to come down to you. That's a 20, he falls off. Ah! Bitch. Yeah, that was a crit fail, unfortunately. Um... So he's going to take, uh, 15 fall damage as he hits the floor. He goes, uh, And then he gets up, angrily, and he's going to pull out his crossbow, and that's what he's done. <laughs> uh, it's a Tyranid, it's, sorry, it's a Quetzalcoatl's turn. Um, the one up to you, Royari, is doing as it is ordered and attacking. Um, that is going to be a beak attack, a 26 to hit. Uh, nope. Uh, a 19 to hit. That would be a crit fail. Uh-oh. Um, well, in that case, uh, he is off balance, and he is slowed too until the end of his next turn, meaning he doesn't even get the next attack. He's just kind of flapping his wings against you, kind of not used to something so big being in his airspace, and he is completely mm -hmm. caught off guard. Um, the one uh, next to you... Uh, or the one next to Lederick is going to, uh, on all fours, kind of, like, charge him. Um, and it's going to beak him. That's a 36, that's a hit. That is 19 beak damage, and then 1d8 persistent bleed damage. Uh, so that's going to be another, uh, 6 bleed damage to dear sweet Lederick, who's done nothing wrong. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Uh... We'll go with that. And he's gonna beak him again. Uh, that is a 22, that is a crit fail, well. Uh, this one. Oh, he he hurts his beak! You see him like stab once, and Leather kind of ducks to the side, and it like slams into the floor, and it hurts his beak a little bit, and uh, you can see that's a little crack. And let's have a screech of um, uh, discomfort. It's gonna have a minus two to hit uh, on its next uh, few turns. Um, Ariadne, do you want to roll me that, uh, persistent damage? As Enervation still racks it with Black Lightning? Mm. 17. Okay. Uh, it takes that 17 damage. Uh, it's not looking good, bud. Um. Okay. Uh, and then the one with you, Ariadne, who's just going to try attack you with his claws. All right. He's going to try to scratch at you. Okay. Um, that's gonna be a 20 to hit. Uh, fail. Uh, 22 to hit. Fail. 12 to hit. Crit fail. Fuck me. Um, um, it accidentally cuts itself, and, uh, or it looks like it accidentally, uh, cuts an old wound, and it's, uh, hurt. Uh, which means that it's going to take just an additional 20 damage. Okay. Uh, as it lets out a screech. Um, and it's going to take that bleed down, Jerry Do you want to roll that real fast? I can roll that. I can do it. Okay. Man, you have so many dots on everyone, huh? Uh, just this one. The one that I... <laughs> just this one. Uh, <laughs> one. 
six. Okay. Um, that is its turn. Royari, uh, it is your turn. You take two fire damage because you are kind of on fire. Oh, what a joy. Um, it's now your turn. What do you do? Royari is going to use a jaw attack on the Quetzalcoatl. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On the Quetzalcoatl uh, that was trying to grab people in the crowd. This guy. Okay. I just rolled in that one. Okay. Oh, was this on a natural attack? Yeah. Okay. So, Royari, uh, you swing your arm, uh, but unfortunately you get a little bit too close. Uh, the Quetzalcoatl is going to try to grapple you. Ooh. Um, and that is going to be um, at leg check. That's a 19. Against your uh, Fortune DC as a dragon. Um, mm, no, that would be a crit filler thing. Uh oh! You grab it! <laughs> Royari, you try to attack it and it like tries to grab your arm and then you swing your, uh, your claw and just grab it by the neck. Uh, so you're not grappling it, I guess. Not the worst, not one you've ever rolled. Uh, you've got two actions left. What do you do? Um, Rari's gonna try another jaw attack while it's in it. Okay, go for it. 34? A 34 is a hit! Roll damage! In fact, because he's grappled, that's a crit! Sick! 44 damage. Holy shit! Yeah. Times two? <laughs> yeah. 88 damage? Yeah. And this is a bite? Yeah. Royar, you eat this thing's head! Well, okay. <laughs> you just fucking chomp and then there's no head left. It's like fucking Magicka in this bitch. Yum yum. Um, the Zul, you fucking bite the head off the uh, Quetzalcoatlus and it goes down. Um, and the Zulgat that was on it goes, ah! As it falls up 25 feet. Takes 15 fall damage and is now on the floor, prone. Holy shit, you got one action left. What do you do? I think they're just gonna try and do another draw attack. Yeah, go for it. Since, like, they're gonna attack the Zulgath, basically. 22. Uh, 22 against the Zulgath uh, mm-hmm. is going to be a miss, unfortunately. Okay. That's fine. That's my turn. Okay, Volio, it is your turn. There's one less Quetzalcoatlus to worry about because Royari one-shot it. Insane. Um, he was there when it happened and he, he looked at it like, oh, holy shit. Anyways. He's going to... take out his hammer. Mm-hmm. Is this little guy still on the pterodactyl or uh, Quetzalcoatl, sorry. Uh, is he still on the Quetzalcoatl or did he fall off? Uh, he's still on, he's still on. Okay, well, uh, I think it'd be sick if Volio just flew over there, kind of like stood in quotation marks on like the wings and hit the Zulgat square in the uh-huh. jaw. Uh, I want to quickly check something, because I don't remember if you took this or not. Go ahead, check it. Talking about Cleave? I mean, Cleave would work here if you so chose. Hmm, maybe. Do I have enough actions for Cleave? Yeah, I think you do. I think you already had your hammer out when you were running in. 
Okay. Uh, so if you want to, you can. Okay, yeah, then I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna hit him in his kids' uh, bottle. Okay, go for it. Make me an attack roll. Now hit them both. He's not raging. Thirty-six. Uh, thirty-six is uh, going to be a crit against some boats. Sexy. Uh, so, Volio, roll damage against them. It is 20 damage, 6 of which is uh, persistent bleed. 28 plus 6 damage to the boat. Um, as you basically slam into the boat from the air in a grand pound. Um, and Volio, uh, while this certainly hurts the Zulgat, you break through the spine of the Quetzalcoatl. I let out a dying shriek as you pull up your hammer from its remains, and Lederick is looking up at you with like a confused and terrified face on. He goes, "Holy shit, man!" They've never met. Uh, yeah, well. no. But he does <laughs> oh point at you. He does point at you and says, "I didn't need help." Willie's just gonna ignore that and keep talking to the fucking Zulgath. He'll deal with that later. Um, <laughs> with his hammer, like, now clearly gone through, he's like, um... Willie says, If you want to fight, pick it for me, okay? Uh, the Zulgath literally just roars in your face, and that's a... <sighs> drool splubbering down his mouth. How does he smell? Uh, the answer is, surprisingly, his smell's kind of muted. Oh. Did he use cologne? It might be the, uh, for the sake of the, uh, the, uh, Quetzalcoatl. Hmm. Uh, anyway. Ariato, it is your turn. Uh, you have the healthiest, uh, Quetzalcoatl. Uh, 15 feet beneath you, there is a, uh, Zulgat, which is going to try shoot you. And, uh, no feet above you is a Quetzalcoatl, which is trying to eat you. Um, the best of both worlds. Um, what do you do... Uh, oh, you also do take two fire damage. Yeah, that's nothing. Okay. Um, uh, she is going to swing off of the leg of the Quetzalcoatl. She has catfall. Okay. <laughs> you sure fucking do, huh? Yep. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy, you're on both feet. She's going to swing herself south of the Quetzalcoatl because mm-hmm. she doesn't want to be in the radius of this. Uh, oh, gosh. I don't like what you're doing. I need a reflex save from the, um, actually, first question before anything, um, is there anyone within, like, oh, fuck, no, wait, he's just out of it, he's just out of it, okay? Oh, God, what are you doing? So is there anyone in the crowd, like, over here? No, the crowd is mostly pulled back, a lot of them have left by now. Okay, so... Uh, this Banyan brother is going to be a little bit afraid, but he's not going to get hurt by this. I need a reflex save from uh, the Zulgath that's on the ground that's trying to kill Ariato, the Quetzalcoatl that's trying to kill Ariato, and the Zulgath that's facing off against uh, Folio. Okay. Uh, that's a 30 from the Quetzalcoatl. Uh, uh, one off. And... Oh god. And a, a 24 from the Zulgat. Fail. <laughs> okay, roll damage. Okay, I lost the spell. Now I found the spell. Uh, name strike. 
Oh no! Um, blasting from the sky, uh, through the hole in the ceiling, comes divine flames, which pummel into your enemies. Um, and this is like holy fire, no less. Um, Belzebub is fucking out of there, by the way. She she left. Oh yeah, yeah. I assume she, with this shit. I assume she left it. The crowd did too. Yeah. Um. So that's gonna be uh thirty-two damage to all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck me, huh? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, not looking good for these guys, huh? Yeah. Um. Oh, in fact, the one that's fighting uh, Volio uh, kind of pulls back as the flames start to come down. It lets out a shriek of anguish as he goes, Ipa! As he just fucking is turned to ash by the fire. And a charred skeleton lands on the floor uh, before Volio and uh, Lederick. Holy shit. Crowd control. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, is, do you have, is that your turn? Uh, yeah, she swung off of the, uh, Gatsukadal and she... Fire. Okay, it's Lederick's turn. Lederick, uh, was still there when that happens, and he kind of, like, looks around, um... And I think he takes a pot shot at, uh, one of the, uh, one of the Zulgaths. And, uh, that is gonna be... Uh, that's gonna be a 44 to hit. Which is going to be a crit against the one near you, Ariato. Um, so that is going to be uh, 18 piercing damage plus um, <laughs> 11 precision damage plus uh, 11 show-off damage. Bring that up to 22 plus 18. That's 40 damage to Zulgas. Uh, actually, it's 58 because it was a crit. Tapunk. And then, uh, turning to you, Volio, he says, uh, I'm gonna get people out of here. Yeah, yeah. You, you, circus freaks, you take care of this. This is your fault, after all. Oh, see ya. And he turns his fucking Joseph Joestar runs out of there directly toward... He's not even helping anyone. He's going for the door. He's getting the fuck out of there. Peach. <laughs> Just fucking pumping his arms and legs as he goes. It's the Zulgat's turn. There's only uh, two of them left. Uh, one of them is takes out his bow and arrow and he starts to shoot at Royari. Three, three to hit Royari. Uh, yeah, that hits. 17 per, uh, piercing damage. Then a, um... That is going to be then a uh, 30 to hit. Uh, that just hits. That's another 16 piercing damage. And lastly, a 27 to hit. Uh, nope. It, it shoots at a... And uh, so those uh, do bury themselves into you, but you are unfazed because you're a motherfucking dragon. That's true. Um, the other one is going to rush you, Ariato. Um, and it lets out a snarl, and it says, Die, surface dweller! And it's going to uh, pull out... Um, it's actually not going to pull out anything. It's going to try to bite you. It runs up to you with one action. Uh, and then it's going to fucking sink its teeth into you. Okay. Um, that is a nap fucking one. <laughs> she dodges the hell um, out of the way. Like, that was too easy. Well, what happens is it's running, and then suddenly it fucking, he fucking drops and rolls and holds his leg and goes, Ah, crap! Did you forget to stretch? He's sickened tree. He's, he's got a cramp. Oh, um, 
he stumbles and gets back up and he's going to attack you one last time. Uh, that is a 23 to hit. 23? Yeah. No. Okay, cool. Um, Alright, uh, that is now the last Quetzalcoatl's turn. He's going to take that bleed damage, Ariasha. Six. Okay. Uh, and he's going to, uh, on all fours, charge up towards you, Ariato. Uh-huh. Um, looking like a fucking dragon. And he is going to um, just kind of poke at you with his beak. That's a 36 to hit. Oh, okay. That one hits. Okay. That is going to be 26 piercing damage and 10, uh, and 10 bleed damage. Uh... Lastly, he's going to attack one last time. That is a 14 to hit, lol. I gotta say, that's a crit fail, right? Oh, absolutely. Are you kidding me? Well, you'll be so happy to know it rolled Whirlwind of Shame. It make, it attacks every creature adjacent to you except for you. <laughs> Which in this case is just his fucking boss. He fucking stabs into it as beat. And that is going to be 30 fucking damage. Wow. Oh my god, wait, wait, wait. <gasps> he fucking us? impaled the Zulgat! Oh my, oh my god. god. The Zulgat got in the way and that's a, as he's fucking killed. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, Royari, it is your turn. Uh, it is the, the fucking everything is going on here. Um, you are no longer on fire. Um, but there is one dude in front of you, and there is a very injured, uh, uh, over there. Uh, Quetzalcoatlus, even. You know. I think Rayari is going to try and handle the Quetzalcoatl that's left. Mm-hmm. Um, so he moves over to, 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 to it, and is going to, uh, bite it. Mm-hmm. With the power of being hot. Okay. 47. Oh. Yeah, that's a crit, dude. Yay! Okay, roll damage. 36. Times 2. 7. Yeah, I think that's 72. 72. He survives! <laughs> <laughs> He lets out a- I'm gonna attack again! I am invincible! You bitch. Royari, uh, you bite him once and he kind of pulls away, waving his bow at you. What do you do? I do it again. With a nat 20. Yeah? (laughs) With a nat 20? With a nat 20. This is what you get for taunting. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah? Organ scramble. <laughs> oh no? Triple damage. And he's fatigued. Oh. That was completely unnecessary. Um, because... <laughs> How much damage is that? That's, uh, 48 times 2. I'm... S- 48 times 3, thank you very much. Um, oh, okay, oh, so that's... Three. 146 damage, yeah. something like that. 144. Yeah. 144 damage. So that would have one-shot him if he was at full health. Holy shit. Yeah. 
Royari, you fucking ripped this dude in half. Uh, you scramble his organs real good, alright, because they're all over the fucking floor. Um... He's fucking bisected and torn to shreds. Um... And he, you find that he is in fact quite vincible. You vinced him real good. Royari, you have one action left, um... There's only the single, uh, Lakotus left now. What do you do? Uh, I don't have any actions left. Oh, cool. Well, that's good for me. For now. For now. For now. Rayana, uh, Rayana, it's your turn. Volio, what's up? What's up? He's... What's his name? Londonitis. What is it? Lederick? Lederick. Yeah, that's the one. Um... Londonitis. <laughs> I don't remember his name. He... Well, he's gonna give his uh, little drinky-winky to his little brother so he can bring it to his uh, uh, big asshole brother. Okay. Really? So you uh, pull out uh, a bottle and throw it to him? Sure. Uh, are you yeah. gonna run up and it... Because, like, there's only one monster left and it looks like it's really hurt. Yeah, with his last action, he's going to uh, zoom on up and... Well... Okay, go fresh. 23. Okay. Uh, Volio, that is going to be just about a hit. Like, it's got pretty low AC. Ah, that's 15 damage and 6 bleed. So 21. So 21? Mm-hmm. 21, huh? It's a funny number, make the joke, haha! Get 20 damage. Volio, how do you destroy oh, this last dinosaur? He wasn't even raging. <laughs> he just kind of... Oh, I think it's like a really cool freeze frame where uh, he, with his wings, uh, he's got his hammer. He's like, it's like in slow motion. It's really, like, really cool. And then he just fucking whacks him into like the side of a tent. He's dead forever. Well, you uh, relieve Ariato from the final Quetzalcoatlus uh, and stand triumphant over it. And you stand atop it now. As the professor looks out at you, the rest of the circus is looking at you. And you have successfully saved the day. Oh, thank God. And I think... <laughs> as they all kind of... As, like, silence starts to kind of come down as the fight ends, uh, you do hear something. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. cheering. Very loud cheering. Um, the people of Willowside are all safe. Somehow, you were able to prevent any of them from being killed. Thank God! I was so scared that one guy would die. Uh, I think I'm going to say then that that will give you the effect of a crit success of the circus performance. Ryari detransforms and turns back into a person and falls uh, onto their back on the floor. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> I think like they're coming back in now, uh, whooping and cheering, because, hey, all things considered, it was a pretty cool show. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. It did look really cool. I bet. Uh, Don't forget that your town Volio. is in danger, but you know? <laughs> well, you're, you're standing there next to Ariato. Uh, how are you two doing? Uh, I think. Hold on, I'm gonna do something gay. Uh, Volio 
seeing that the crowd is cheering, I think he, like, uh, holds his hand out for Ariato. Uh... She... is hesitant for... divination reasons, not for, like, drifting friendship reasons. <laughs> but I think she does take it. And he does a little bow with her. She bows too. I take yeah, the crowd cheers for you you did it. You did save the town. Um I think Lederick and the Banyan boys come out and uh, he kind of gets in on this cheering and says, and let's not forget uh, the great help that the circus gave! And of course they cheer because you're right, Lederick. Circus did help Smiley Day. Um <laughs> Kill the work, Lederick! Fucking asshole! <laughs> <laughs> Ariari's like, I, oh god. Um, I think, uh, uh, as you treat kind of like are hugging it out a little bit, um, Volio, you see the circus tent open, and mm -hmm. um, I think Mordane comes out, and she stands in front of you, her hands on her hips, and she stares. Stares right at you, Volio. <laughs> Hi, how are you doing? I think she gives Foot you a hug. For you? She she gives you a hug, and she pulls away. I think she like slaps you down. <laughs> Ow! Me? Yes, it's yeah. Um. I think we are even. Now. Sure. Thank you, Martin. Um. The professor kind of comes out and says, Well, everyone, that wasn't quite a normal show for us, but, um... Thank you very much for coming! Um, and the people, like, can't cheer this. You can... We have a carousel, you can go play with that. Um, thank you! Check we'll have to, the um... stuffed dinosaur! Yes, check out the stuffed dinosaur! Um... And then the sideshow of everyday wonders. They, they, they are wonderful for things that aren't dinosaurs almost killing people. Um, I think the crowds start to, like, slowly disperse. Um, Lederick, of course, is taking credit for saving the day. Um, and... You can believe whatever he wants. Well, the Banyan brothers seem chuffed. They think they did it. <laughs> I hate them. I hate them. Um... I already sort of some... Really, air or sort of dusts itself off. It's like, well, is everyone okay? I didn't get hit. Are you okay? I mean, I did get hit, and I, I that hurt, but I'll be alright. I definitely face worse. As she goes to His take out the staff that's still standing in the middle of the circus. <laughs> Uh, I... Um, mostly I'm upset because of that! Um, and she... <laughs> and she points up at the hole in the oh, tent. Yes. <sighs> Set is bad. The, um, um, need a patch job or a new tent. <laughs> oh, money. But Volio kind of, like, throws his head over his shoulder and he's like, Are those Sabanian boobs? Yeah. Yes. Sure Unfortunately. 
Charles, he did a good job running away. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not wrong. <laughs> I think um, the professor comes up to you, uh, very shaken. He looks up at the ceiling, uh, which is now flapping, the stars are closed. And he exhales, shaking, says, That's a lot of damage. That is a lot of damage. A little bit. He kind of like, expect, like, inspects the stands a little bit. He like, kind of checks out the stands. And he Feeling. Yeah, this is. It's Bad. not irreparable, but like. Rari looks at. Um, it was the professor that was saying that, right? Mm-hmm. Rari looks to the professor and is like, "Listen, I if there's if it's too much money, I always have pocket. <laughs> I have, have money that I can help with. I care a lot about this." Circus, and I don't want us to lose anything because of some fucking Chulgarth who've decided that we are the bane of their existence. These are the monsters, then? The ones that you've been fighting against? Yes, basically. Mm-hmm. Them and others like them. I... It's, I mean, the, the, the dinosaurs are most the monsters that they're controlling, but the Zulgath themselves, or those, the, the ones on two legs that were yelling things. I think uh, Zyralel kind of pokes her head out, uh, the uh, the Sylph uh, show business girl, and she kind of like grits her teeth and says, Fellas, I don't know like if we're going to be able to leave until we get this repaired. Like, this is some pretty extensive damage. They, I took a look outside. They kind of firebombed a lot. Of course they did. Of course they firebombed a lot. Of course they had damage. How bad is it outside? Are there any fires? I think the good fasts kind of come in, and uh, Nelvi, eldest sister, kind of wipes her brow and says, No, thankfully, it looks like all the fires outside were pretty, pretty tame. We're able to take care of them pretty easily, so... It looks like they are mostly just dropping them on the way in. But, um... So they were just trying to destroy things on their yeah. way. Yeah, and Rudon kind of says, Looks like they broke off one of the, a few of the wheels of uh, the wagons um, in the Bomando. The professor kind of, like, like, looks at you guys and says, They've never come for us before. There are more there now than there were before, is the thing. We went down there to the Aeon Tower, and there was a fucking army. I think as you're saying that, you hear another voice kind of hearing her throat. And it's the mayor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Vandy. And she kind of like is wiping her brow. She is almost teary eyed. Uh, from stress and panic. Yeah, that's fair. And she says, it looks like you all did a... You all... Are, are you all right, dear? This is my fault. This is my fault. Oh, it's not your fault, I should have taken your... I should have taken your warnings about 
you told me that there were monsters out in the woods and I wanted to pretend they weren't there, but that's not... I think instead of focusing on what could have been, I'd... <laughs> I think instead of focusing on any mistakes, you should just be happy that the entire city is We'll, no one died. Pay, Almost no pay, one was injured. Points up at, at the hole. We'll pay for all damages. It'll take us some oh, time to get Oh, okay. Keep the money. No, no. I owe you this. If you, Are you sure? If you had not... If you had... Uh, if I had listened to you, none of this would have happened. Well... This is Fanti. You also owe your town. Keep your money. kind of looks down and says I'm sorry hmm? I didn't want to ask for your help I didn't want to put more I just wanted to focus on making everything sasherine and hope that maybe by putting a smile on our faces we could pretend the problems weren't there but we my dear we are not a regular circus helping cities and towns out while we're performing is half of the job <laughs> We've done it in literally every town we've gone through, unless there was nothing to worry about, but there usually was. Do you mind if we sit outside for just a moment? Uh, sure. <laughs> Rayari um, is probably now at max HP. <laughs> uh, so you guys kind of go outside, sit out, um, all log outing, and just look up at the stars with Mayor Vandy. The grounds are a little scorched, but they aren't terrible. Yeah. It's more an inconvenience tonight. Mm -hmm. And I think she kind of smiles as she looks at the um, the wagon where Bardolf is in. Uh, you see Bardolf and Leandris are kind of like poking their head out, both looking kind of confused. Um, I think she's quiet for a moment before... You know, I, I do have to thank you, nonetheless, for coming to Willowside. Your circus has brightened things up in a way that nothing has for a long time. Not since the wealth started taking over. Then the dinosaurs showed up. They had Zulgaskin. I've known for a little while. Showing up on the edge of town, I was hoping that they wouldn't want anything with us. But you've not only brightened our spirits with your show, but you've protected our town. You fought against that horrible monster out in the welt. The, the Tikbalang, was it? You've... Yes. You've fought off the Zulgat today. I hate to ask it, but I must for the town's sake. I know that the dinosaurs have killed some people and... Other folks simply just left town. <laughs> There's a reason that we weren't able to form a militia and fight back, as it were. There's something else going out in the swamp. Yes. A few hours east of town is a gambling hall, entertainment venue called Fortune's Hall. Okay. 
The owners, the Carristers, they've been big supporters of the town, despite being so far from it. But for the past few weeks, no one's heard from anyone there. Not the Carristers, not their staff, nor any of the regulars who usually come out that way. A few people went to check and they haven't come back. That was when... That was about when the reports of the dinosaur attack started, so I, I assumed that the dinosaurs had gone then, and the folks at Fortune's Hall, for that matter. But a few days ago, just before you arrived, one of the one of the horses from Fortune's Hall showed up here in town. Just the horse? Yes. Thing had almost starved to death. Oh my. It had an unusual bite on its leg, but strangest of all, someone had written something on its side. And what did it say? In bright purple paint. The fun never stops. The newcomer got the horse cleaned up and fed, but it's too scared to head home. Something strange is going on at Fortune's Hall, and it doesn't seem related to dinosaurs or the well. I had, I'm not sure Willowside can withstand yet another threat, and I had... Had there been more people in town, maybe I would have been able to send someone to investigate to help strengthen our borders and prevent what happened tonight from happening, but... I had no choice. There was no way I could, and... Will you investigate it for us? I know it's dangerous, but you're better able to look into this than anyone else but the Banyan boys. The Banyan boys should not go anywhere near there. I am telling you that right now. They will die. No, they are... They are capable adventurers, but... They don't think it's worth checking out. Stay silent about that because she has thoughts. I've asked, um, I've asked, but, but they—they think the dinosaurs got everyone, and it's too big a risk to go check it out. I won't pretend it's not risky, but I think there's something other than the dinosaurs threatening our town. Well, I mean, we're already going to be here for a while since we can't leave with broken equipment, and we do need repairs. And we were going to help anyways. I'm okay helping. I'm not afraid of some stupid people who would paint on a horse in bright purple. It's a oh, so what are they? A, a wannabe circus? <laughs> you think it's... He leans to like Ariadne. He's like, do you think it has to do with the dreams? At this point, I don't think anything is a reach. <laughs> so true. Um, and to, to thank you, um, Big Sansarnax, um, I see that you have mm -hmm. a collection of Aeon Stone. I do. <laughs> They're <laughs> spinning around. They're spinning around his little head. <laughs> she pulls out something from a little uh, pouch. And it is a... Mm -hmm. uh, it's an Aeon Stone, baby! Ooh. 
Rayari has their the, their hand in front of their mouth, and they're like, "Oh, oh my goodness gracious!" Oh, that's totally fine. But um, this is a pale lavender ellipsoid. You can uh, mm-hmm. you can cast uh, read aura as an uh, innate spell, but uh, once per day, when a spell cast is cast on you, you can use a reaction to counter it. And if uh-huh. it works, it will it'll stop the spell. Naturally, there's a chance that if this whenever this happens, this stone might shatter. So do be careful. And she kind of presses this into her hands and says, I wish I had something I could offer the two of you, she points at you, Volio and Ariato. But all I can for the moment is my tank use. It's okay. I mean, I'm fine with just helping, so... Thank you. I don't want you to go today. Take as much time as you need, but... Until we get some of our people back from... Fortune's Hall. I don't think there's any way we can defend ourselves properly from the Zulgat. Understandable. You must think me an old fool for not coming too sooner. No. No, it's fine. I died. We're not an old fool, dear. Thank you. Thank you all. I've, you've already saved us once, and now you'll save us again. Thank you. We sure will. And she kind of stands um, and says, I'd best go console the town and keep the Banyan boy's ego in check. Oh. Good luck with that. You are, you are truly a that is a talent they, that I do not possess. They're good boys, all of them. I can tell you this. They just need a little bit of moral guidance at times. <laughs> How many That's times? <laughs> she gets up. <laughs> jabs Ariato on the side. Genuine question. <laughs> um, I think she gets up and she nods and says, Thank you. Thank you all. Good luck. Of course. With that, she leaves, and you guys are in the battered rema- uh, ruins of, uh, well, ruins, but it, you're in the battered, uh, this shouldn't have happened to our circus. Priori looks over at the circus again, and they're like, our tent and our things. I think it's a new one, it's okay. Uh, we spend so much money only for some stupid dinosaurs to come in and destroy it all because they don't like us. <laughs> well, at least oh. it's uh, fixable. Of course it's fixable. I'm just annoyed and it's inconvenient and it's not fair to me. This is true. <laughs> I'm very sorry, Ariat. Sorry, Yes? Sorry! <laughs> Try that one again, boys. Ryari, Ryari grins and is like, At any rate, I'm glad that the performance went well, at least. The town seemed yeah. to love that. That's pretty good. 
Uh, yeah, by the way, as uh, as far as that goes, um, you will have earned money from this. Oh shit. Um, on your money critical... we can put towards the tent. Uh, on your critical success for this, um, this is be your prestige plus your final anticipation, which was 99. Uh, 99 plus your prestige. That's uh, 14. That's going to be uh, 113 times 2. Uh, that is going to be uh, 226 gold for the circus. Bring you up to 644 gold. Sick! And uh, each of you, in the meantime, because you did a you did a very good job uh, letting no one fucking die, which I didn't expect. I one of them came close, was, very I, close. I was so terrified. Uh, Luke kind of like slumps, and he's like, "But I've heard of that casino before." I never went for that here, but I. You know of it? I know of it. I never went. Do you know anything about it other than the fact that it exists? Mm, I knew no, it was a casino. You know, yeah, you knew it was a casino. Wow. Well, actually, I think you do know one thing: is that yeah. it was uh, built. Um, like his, the reason it's so far away from Willowside is that mm-hmm. gambling has historically been illegal in Willowside. Okay. Um, and about a century ago, a uh, farm... Uh, so literally just about... Like, it was probably being built uh, to celebrate Aradon coming back. It was built uh, just outside of Willowside's jurisdiction. It's not yeah. officially powered now. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, well, the gets that across. He's, he, he's like grimacing when he gets to the it was probably built for Aridan part. <laughs> but yes, it's just outside of town. Well, we could start going tomorrow if we're not too sore or anything. Mm, I get the feeling something fucked up and evil is there. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I think it was the drawing on the horse that was spooked and starved. <laughs> that was pretty bad. You want to get a second opinion? And she holds the staff out for Volio. Oh, yes. All right. <laughs> okay, do you want to try cast? Um, I'll agree to see. Is there some? Is everything okay at uh, Fortune's Hall? Yeah, he, he waggles it around and uh, casts Augury. Volio, you spend a minute uh, using the staff uh, Nemia gifted upon Ariato as you try to ask, is everything okay at Fortune's Hall? Yeah. And after a minute of holding it, finally, or after a few minutes of uh, waving it around, finally you get your answer. The bones turn and turn, and they fall into a grim start. Whoa!
This episode of Dice Roll would not have been possible without the support of our Patreon supporters. Alexander Magno, Jordan Cuttlefish, Seth, Ravona Darklow, Delore, Kira, Andrew Hartung, Gizmo, Dimitri, Matthew, Coach McCorse, Fable McElduff, Black Dragon Gaming, Ava, Chris Lutman, Rem T. Bright, Lonesome Chunk, Rick Jones, Steph, Emlyn, Cone Without Name, Sean C., Skyly Peep, Natasha Lumley, Rhiannon C., Elizabeth, Jenna Mitchell, James R., Kane Kendrick, Donald Bewley, Sky Evangeline, Tesla Et, Triceratops, Grey Kitsune, Jolene, Anna Maria, Felicia, Roxy, Sonia, Jordan, Cynical Spinstress, Casey Corn, Emlyn Laderna, John the Book Hoarder, SS66 Seeker, Leon, Lynx, Dame Valerie Deterred, and Sierra. If you want to help us keep it rolling, go to www.patreon.com slash diceroll and see what you can get for helping us out. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.